Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host, Paula Thomas, and if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. This show is sponsored by Comark, a global provider of innovative software products and business services. Comark's platform is used by leading brands across all industries to drive their customer loyalty. Powered by AI and machine learning, Comark technologies allow you to build, run, and manage personalized loyalty programs and product offers with ease. For more information, please visit comark.com. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Let's Talk Loyalty an interview with Albertsons in the United States, the second largest grocery retailer in the country, featuring brands like Albertsons, Safeway and Shaw's. Matthew Stevens is Albertsons Director of Loyalty Programs and Strategy. And he joins me today to share the dramatic transformation of Albertsons Loyalty Program in 2021 all in direct response to changing consumer behavior and expectations. I hope you enjoy this incredibly insightful conversation about how to create customer loyalty quickly and at scale, especially when the company is led by a leadership team that truly believes in the importance of investing in a compelling loyalty proposition for their customers. So, Matthew Stevens joining me today from Albertsons Companies. Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty. Thank you, Paula. Happy to be here. I'm really pleased and impressed that um, the Carolyn in the team um, figured out what a big deal Albertsons is in the loyalty world, Matthew. My goodness, you're doing some incredible work. Yeah, we, we're really excited. Um, you know, I think we've had a couple of really strong years and really looking forward to the future of, of new innovations we can bring to Albertsons. Great, great. We'll get into all of the detail now. And I think I confess to you off air, Matthew, that I don't know actually anything about Albertsons. So you'll have to educate us all a little bit. But before we get started talking about uh, your own business and your own programs, tell us a little bit about what is, I suppose, your own favorite loyalty program, just as a loyalty professional. Yeah. Um, so I think my favorite loyalty program right now, and the one that I probably use the most often due to, um, the fact that I really enjoy coffee is definitely has to be Starbucks. I think their mobile app um, is really user-friendly. Um, you're able to customize your beverages and, and decide if you want to pick them up in store or have them brought to your car really seamlessly. And then I think from a just structure of the loyalty program itself, it's really easy to understand. Um, you know, the number of points that you're earning, your redemption options, how you can redeem your um, star rewards is also really seamless. Mm-hmm. And then I, I also really love that they have those mini games. So, you know, a couple times a year, they have these kind of like gamification or gamified experiences. Yeah. And and those are always really nice. So they have one. I think they just had had one. Typically, they have one in like the spring, summer, and then around the holidays as well. Oh, nice, nice, nice. And one of the sad things, genuinely, Matthew, is, you know, I live in Dubai and we haven't had the Starbucks rewards program here until very recently. Oh. 
wow. So, okay. um, so I've written about it extensively. I've, you know, researched it extensively and of course admire, you know, everything they announce, all of the expertise and the insights, but I haven't had the opportunity like you to go in and have that user experience. Oh. So a little frustrating for me, but as I said, yeah. hopefully the Dubai version is, um, is as good as the US version. Hopefully, hopefully. Will you introduce Albertsons, Matthew? Because as I said, like 75% of people listening to, to Let's Talk Loyalty are outside of the US and, um, and you've an awful lot going on there. So maybe just give us a sense of the company and, and the loyalty strategy that you guys have there. Yeah, sure, sure. And hopefully I can do it justice. Um, sure. Yeah, I think, you know, Albertsons right now is the second largest grocer in, in the U.S., um, just behind Kroger. And wow. um, when you think about our footprint as well, Albertsons has um, almost 2,300 retail stores nationwide. So quite a large mm. footprint. And geographically, we are stratified across 34 states plus the District of Columbia. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you're thinking about a map of the U.S., we're basically not in the southeast part of the U.S. Um, we're almost everywhere else, essentially. Okay. Um, so quite spread out, lots of... And then within that, we also have a lot of um, banners within the company itself. So okay. Albertsons is actually, you know, we have our, our own Albertsons banner, we have Safeway. So we have different regional banners. We actually have 22, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, banners nationwide. And so, you know, they each have their own histories and their own, um, you know, uh, mm. offerings and specialties as well. And a banner just for people outside of grocery retail, that literally means a grocery store brand. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. You, okay. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, you know, those kind of words sound obvious, but I never want to assume because again, I've never worked actually even in grocery loyalty myself. So <laughs> lots yeah. to learn, lots yeah. to learn. Yeah. So a huge group, um, a publicly quoted company, I think I'm also right in, in understanding. That is correct. Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Great. And second biggest in the US. That's extraordinary. So tell us about the loyalty strategy. I think you joined, when did you tell me? About a year and a half ago. So yeah, exactly. where was loyalty when you came in and, and what are you what are you kind of doing? Yeah, yeah. So I joined in September of 2020. So this was, you know, first year of the of COVID um, and quite a busy time for grocery. Um, we had we're experiencing a lot of growth, mm. lots of customers for the first time trying e-commerce options, delivery yes. and or pickup. Yeah. Um, and you know, for reasons that they didn't want to come into the store to shop, and so they felt more comfortable trying that out. We also had just a lot of new customers trying our brands for the first time ever. And so we had a loyalty program in place um, in 2020 and many years before that, and it was called Just For You. Mm -hmm. And it really focused on our uh, personalized deals. That mm -hmm. was kind of, you know, the major emphasis of the program back then. Okay. Um, and then also had a rewards component as well. And there's two options to use rewards. One was um, fuel rewards. So you could use your rewards for discounts at our own uh, fuel stations or our partner fuel stations. Nice. And then there's another reward type um, that we call grocery rewards, which you can receive either free products mm. um, or discounts, um, basically like a cash discount on your overall basket. Sure. And so that program had evolved over the years um, quite a bit. And um, as I mentioned in 2020, we were experiencing a lot of customer growth, a lot mm. of new, new customers trying our brand for the first time and or e-commerce. And so 
But what we wanted to do was really ensure that our loyalty program was able to capture these customers um, and retain them with us and provide them with benefits that they came to expect at other retailers. And okay. so we knew yep. that we needed to uh, evolve the program a little bit, uh, look at our benefit offering and see kind of where perhaps we had room to grow and expand. Mm. And then, um, and also just looked at other structural changes of the program as well. Mm. And so that work really started in the fall of 2020 to reassess our program. Mm. And then about a year later, so um, in August or so of 2021, we mm. announced really three core changes mm -hmm. to the loyalty program and to just really Albertson's digital e-commerce experiences. Mm -hmm. The first one was we brought together two mobile apps into one. So previously we had one mobile app that was only for loyalty focused uh, tactics or, or initiatives, really. It was like, you know, you went into yeah. these, this app to clip your deals, to redeem mm. your rewards. Mm. And then there was another app that really you use for e-commerce transactions. Yeah. So we brought those two apps together in a brand new refreshed experience um, mm -hmm. that started to launch in the early part of 21 mm -hmm. and culminated in the, the final banner launch in the summer of 21. Great. And so that was really exciting. Yeah. Uh, the, the app now combines the opportunity for a customer to shop e-commerce and for them to, you know, clip their deals, redeem their rewards, receive their loyalty benefits, and perhaps sign up for the subscription service as well. So all in one um, really mm. sleek app. And we keep adding new features to that as well. Mm -hmm. And then one more change, um, or I guess the second change, of course, was the loyalty program rebranding from just for you. So it was kind of the same, same named program across all of our banners and, and geographic yeah. footprint to tying it now to the banner name a little bit. So it went from just for you to Albertsons for you or Safeway for you. And okay. we wanted to tie it back to the banner. Although mm. for the customers who are cross shopping in, in markets where we have multiple banner stores, yeah. um, the program still works, you know, the same, they can still use the, the program at a Safeway and an Albertsons. That's not necessarily, you know, no problem there. But okay. what we wanted to do is tie it back to the banner name. Yeah. Um, and then, as I mentioned, we refreshed the program with some new perks. And so the first one that we came out with, which is really exciting, was now finally a birthday perk. So Ooh. customers provide their birthday. And then on uh, in the month of their birthday, they receive an offer. Um, and the offer is based on their level of engagement as well. So okay. Interesting. that was exciting. Yeah. And then also we formalized a benefit um, for a free monthly item. So as long as the customer is, is engaging with us and shopping, then they'll receive um, monthly free items that they can go into the store and pick up. Nice. And so that was uh, an exciting um, opportunity we were able to bring to life. Wow. And then we, we also, of course, continued our personalized deals and our rewards. Um, and then refresh some tactics behind those as well to make sure mm -hmm. that the deals people were receiving, you know, were mm -hmm. the ones that they, yeah. they, um, you know, felt most relevant. Okay. And then the yeah. last big change, <laughs> so many changes <laughs> last year. You have the been last, busy. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. And we all, you know, what's interesting is this all kind of more or less happened at one time. And, um, so a lot happened last wow. summer, but the last key change that took place um, last year was we refreshed our subscription service. So we had a program that was called Unlimited Delivery Club. Okay. Um, and now we refreshed it to Fresh Pass. 
And mm-hmm. it has a, a whole slew of really awesome perks and benefits. Um, and, you know, essentially it is, of course, a, a subscription service for $99 a year, or $12.99 a month. Mm-hmm. And customers are able to get free delivery, um, of course, as the core benefit on items on a total basket that's $30 or more. Mm-hmm. Um, but then really other also interesting uh, perks. So you get some discounts and percentages off um, on our own brands mm-hmm. if you shop on the for those products. Mm-hmm. And then also with our partnership with Starbucks, we were able to give a monthly Starbucks perk. So if you're a subscriber, you get a special offer um, once a month uh, mm-hmm. based on you know our partnership with Starbucks in our stores. Um, mm-hmm. And so that was also uh, really exciting to bring to life. So now we have you know this really clean, unified mobile app experience. We have yeah. a refreshed loyalty program um, that hopefully has less confusion for our customers. Yeah. And then we also have this you know refreshed and and amplified subscription service as well. Yeah. And I'm, I almost don't know where to start, Matthew, in terms of, you know, which of them to pick up on. But I suppose to give listeners again, you know, a sense of the scale of your program, you announced some wonderful numbers recently. So maybe you'd like to share just how many kind of members you have across the, the program. We did. Yes. Yeah. We, we recently had our earnings call. And we re-announced that we reached um, 30 million members wow. um, in the loyalty program. Yes. That's so excited incredible. about the yeah. recent growth. Yeah. Well, I think it proves the point, Matthew, because I think it's very interesting, you know, when I look at kind of research and that kind of stuff, you know, certainly in other markets, for example, I was just talking about some research in Australia and the average uh, number of um, program memberships is decreasing at the higher level. So what I mean is people who are members of more than 10 programs, it's just coming down. I think people are finally saying, I don't want to be a member of every possible loyalty program just because I'm invited. So I think people are being more selective and they, they have higher standards. I think you're absolutely right. The changing consumer behavior through the pandemic has been extraordinary to witness. And it, it totally has. And to me, like I, I'd, I'd be interested to, to hear your view on this, but to me, you know, times of crisis, such as a pandemic, and for me, the last one, I suppose, that would be equivalent would be the, the big kind of global financial crash of 2008. To me, that's when certainly brave brands like Albertsons clearly doubled down on customers. Um, so, so I love to hear that you guys, you know, responded to that huge challenge with taking care of your customers in an even better way. It's so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. I I completely agree. I think, you know, of course the foundational elements, especially in a public health crisis are, you know, taking care of, you know, your employees, especially the ones that are public facing. Um, and then also making sure that there's a safe and clean environment for customers to shop. But I completely agree. I think, you know, listening to customers based on their new, new needs and their evolving yeah. Uh, desires and, and the way that they shop um, has changed dramatically. And so making yeah. sure that our customer insights are timely and refreshed um, so that they can inform the changes that we seek to make. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. And before I forget, you gave me a wonderful number off air as well, Matthew, about the, the sheer amount of jobs and people that are employed yeah. across Albertson's company. So I'd love you to share that one as well. 
Yeah, of course. We have um, about 290,000 jobs nationwide. So quite a large employer (laughs) in in the U.S. Yeah, (laughs) Extraordinary. So just on this this beautiful, clean, unified app, which I will definitely download as soon as I land on American soil. (laughs) Um, One thing I just wanted to ask, because I've just been in this position like you where, and mine was in telecom, so very different sector. But again, there was um, at least two apps and sometimes actually for other companies Companies, there may even have been a third app. And, and I suppose the reason that the technical people at the time said, actually, no, we want a separate one for loyalty, separate one for billing or whatever it might be. They always said that there was a risk that, you know, trying to do all things would make the app very heavy to download. Is that something that kind of came up in your experience um, or maybe time has moved on now, Matthew? It was 10 years ago when I was having those conversations. I'm sure the, the technologies has moved on, but I think it makes beautiful sense from a consumer perspective. Was there any pushback for that reason or, or any others that you're aware of? In terms of keeping it as two apps? Yeah. No, you know, I think... Um, I, I'm not quite sure why it evolved as two apps, you know, in the, in the beginning, I think that Mm. that could have certainly been a reason. Mm. I think maybe one reason was, um, when the the two apps were formed, I think our loyalty app and and the program historically had been viewed as, you know, I, I use this program to clip a lot of coupons digitally. Right. And so, Yeah, And that experience felt very different than e-commerce. And our e-commerce experience was much more, you know, was much smaller than it is today. And so I think, you know, fast forward um, to 2020, pandemic hits, everything has changed, right? Mm. Um, E-commerce is now, everyone is trying it. You know, people who have never never before used it are using it much more often, frequently, and they just come to expect something very different. And we Mm. felt like it made a lot of sense to bring those two worlds together where you're shopping and clipping deals and using rewards. But I will say, I think the people who, you know, our our customer segments who have historically used are um, the older loyalty app, where it was really just, you know, all you could do is, was clip deals and redeem offers. Um, that, that was definitely a learning curve for them because now they're introduced to a different app where you have the opportunity to shop. Right. And it's not all loyalty. There's a lot more going on um, with e-commerce. So, so I think it really brings, you know, a different kind of, um, um, experience to for yeah. the customer and challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Well, there's ongoing education as we know, um, and we've already touched on simplicity. So, you know, it's, it's a fine line. So I absolutely know what it's like, you know, in your position to make sure, as you said, that you respond to as many people as possible. Don't leave anybody behind um, and yet keep it simple at the same time. So um, clearly with 30 million members, it's working. So <laughs> sounds awesome. And you've mentioned clipping deals a few times as well, Matthew. Is that a behavior that you see continuing or have you any insights on that just from, again, the behavior changes we've all been through? I just find it always super interesting. It feels like a very American thing. I know we all do it around the world, but you guys, I think, have been doing it for for the longest (laughs) and therefore I feel like it's the most ingrained behavior. So I would just love to to have any insights on how that might be shifting or not that, that you're aware of. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good question. You know, I, 
I think there are elements where a clip indicates, of course, interest. And so yeah. when when we have hundreds of coupons uh, available, you know, some that are related to our store or more personalized offerings or manufacturer coupons, the clip, you know, certainly helps us understand that, okay, a customer has seen this, they're mm-hmm. interested in it and they perhaps might use it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there's some, um, you know, merit into keeping that clip or that part of it. But what we've started to introduce, which I think makes a lot of sense is for our subscribers, for our subscription customers who joined Fresh Pass and who um, joined that program, Mm. we have actually started to um, what we call auto clip, or you don't have to essentially clip certain offers um, because you're a subscriber, you kind of automatically get these uh, perks or benefits and you don't have to go in and indicate that you want to use it at this time. So I think there are certain scenarios where that that path certainly makes sense. And there are other scenarios where we want to make sure that the customer is you know indicating that they that they want to use this perk or this feature or this coupon at this time um, mm. as opposed to to us just providing it so I think that depending on the the perk itself and the program that it sits under mm-hmm. um, you know we we've definitely been able to use both methods very nice that that's wonderful um, and very insightful Matthew thank you yes because there is as you said there's the engagement the activity the um there is almost a sense of, I think, fulfillment as well. And, you know, the customer going and doing that clipping and feeling like that they're availing of something that perhaps other people have missed or don't aren't entitled to. So I can kind of see that. But at the same time, you want to be simple and efficient and all that kind of stuff as well. So super interesting. And the piece you mentioned um, just there a while ago about the monthly free items, Matthew, Am I right in understanding that that's not a reward that you you burn points for? Is that something that's given on top of the rewards? Exactly. That's right. Yeah. So you receive an email and then you can um, then uh, indicate that you want to pick that up, the item up, and then you go into our stores and, and wow. you, get, you can get that item. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you can answer this, but is this something that um, manufacturers can support or, or do support from their side to maybe drive sampling? Is that kind of part of the strategy? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it's definitely part of the strategy. And, and it's also, I think a lot of the free items tend to be our own brands. So we're okay. trying to get customers to, you know, okay. both be aware of um, our own products yeah. um, and our exclusive brands and then also try them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. So yeah, another form of sampling. Um, I used to do a lot of that kind of stuff myself, but it was on behalf of actually an energy company. And we partnered with the, the largest grocery store in Ireland. And there was a mutual benefit because nobody, you know, you can't give free energy, of course, you know, there's just yeah. nothing, nothing sexy you can do with that. Um, so we used to give away free bars of like a premium chocolate bar. And um, and that was super nice. And it drove footfall in, of course, then to the grocery store. Um, so I honestly think between that and coffee, I used to give away a lot of free coffee as well for different reasons. So, yeah, I think I was responsible for some, I don't know, minor health issues, maybe <laughs> <laughs> in the Irish market. Ener- or en- energizing people, right? <laughs> it, totally, totally. Yes. Up to them to manage it, I guess. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but it's, it's, it's a lovely insight as well. You know, just that that feeling that I don't have to burn rewards uh, or points. Po- is it a points currency you actually use, Matthew? Yeah. 
It's a little bit of both. So we have a unique model where customers earn points. So on all of your purchases, you're earning points. Okay. And then once you earn a hundred points, that converts into one reward. Okay. And then you you burn those rewards. Got yeah. it. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Um, the other piece that I loved, obviously the birthday offer sounds super nice. I'm sure that's resonating well with customers, is it? It is. Yeah, we, we've gotten a lot of really good customer feedback um, about it. And so that yeah. has been nice. And, and I think we've learned a lot about the offer. So, you mm. know, before we launched it, we piloted some offers based on, um, you know, anniversary dates um, of when a program or sorry, when a customer joined our program. Okay. And so that was also really fun to test into and learn about. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, it sounds really simple um, to to you know offer a birthday offer uh, yeah. or a birthday perk, but yeah. I think it 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 means a lot to customers when you're acknowledging you know yeah. something that is special to them, um, yeah. and also that they have given you you know I've given you my birth date, so I would hope that you do something with it, and then when you do, it's a, it's a really nice moment I think to yeah. say you know happy birthday, we recognize you, uh, we celebrate you, and you know here's an offer and enjoy. Enjoy yeah. this on us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've sometimes said on this show, Matthew, that when my birthday comes around, I'm very often professionally dif- disappointed because <laughs> like that, I have such high expectations and and I really want something that I feel like has been really thought through. Um, I did get a beautiful one recently from almost like a coalition here in UAE where I got a, a coffee and a cake, actually. Oh, wow. um, and that was beautiful um, because nice. again, yeah. it's super because it's my birthday and I want a cake, you know, and right, right. <laughs> why not why not go in and have one? So um, anyway, that's all wonderful. The other big one that you told me about before um, sounds actually like the most innovative thing I've heard perhaps in grocery, Matthew, in, in a long time. And it's about this whole idea of catering to people using your platform and creating obviously recipes and then, you know, needing to actually go and cook and and have that recipe available so that they know what to do with all the wonderful ingredients they've bought from you. So I'd love you to tell us the the story just for everyone listening. I think it's it's a genius one. Yeah, yeah. So Albertsons acquired this company um, called Meal Lime uh, that was based in Canada. Uh, I believe it was last summer in 2021. Mm-hmm. And then um, they were fully integrated into that same new refreshed app, uh, mobile app, um, in December of 2021. Mm-hmm. And so now, um, and then most recently, actually, as of last week, it, it's now this service is also available on our website as well, which is really exciting. And, you mm-hmm. know, what this allows customers to do is really plan, shop, and cook all within our mobile app or now um, our website. And and so customers can go in, they can indicate their dietary you know, restrictions or preferences or allergies. And from that, that those kind of preferences and indications, mm. we then can... Um, personalized recommendations for that customer. And mm. then they they can, of course, scroll through um, and filter the ones that they like. They can mm. save them. They can print them. Mm. And then they can also tap to add them to their meal, meal plan, if yeah. you will. 
Yeah. And um, they indicate how many servings they'd like to make. Of course, they can see all the nutritional, you yeah. know, information wow. there as well. Wow. And then after that, so after they say they've selected three meals to cook for this week, mm. they can then move to the next step where it, it asks you, do you want to add these items to your basket to sure. check out right now? Yeah. Or would you like to add them to your list to check out in store? Mm. And so we've seen a lot of great engagement from, you know, those, this tool and, and this service. And so customers now are finally able to kind of explore, you know, the other side of food, right. Kind of the, the preparing, um, for yeah. your store visit and, yeah. and shopping. And, and then after you obtain your, your ingredients and your food, you're able to actually go back to the application, open it back up and say, okay, I'm ready to, to start cooking. Mm. And as you tap into that meal that you're cooking and preparing, of course, it shows you, you know, step-by-step -step instructions and, you know, your hands are covered, you know, in the ingredients <laughs> and food. And all you have to do is kind of swipe your hand over the, your phone and the camera recognizes that you're, you're going to the next step. So the wow. camera, um, the application remains, you know, unlocked and open yeah. and it, it kind of just flips for you, um, to the next step. Um, so wow. it's, it's really an exciting, you know, um, yeah. tool that we can bring to the application to our customers. And we think it really marries nicely with, you know, yeah. the, the, our food, you know, Albertsons is of course all about food. And, yeah. and so it's a really nice, um, integration to give customers inspiration, um, yeah. that, yeah. that is, you know, between store visits. Exactly, exactly. And I've seen other brands, of course, doing parts of that customer journey, Matthew. Um, of course, you know, there's there's often, you know, recipes on the, the, the websites and those kind of things. So I think it's the fact that you've completely closed the loop, given them the options, as you said, for the e-commerce or in-store shopping experience. Then, of course, allowing them to go back in and wave their hand over the camera. I think <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, it's really great. I think, you know, yeah. the Mealime team, kudos to them. They built a really incredible product and for sure. the, yeah. the recipes are really um, strong as well. And so it's yeah. really exciting. I think it's, um, it's a yeah. really nice compliment to both the program and to uh, Albertsons as a whole. Yeah, yeah. And it's the kind of one I can imagine that will get you the, the word of mouth referrals as well, because as we've talked about already, educating people about anything on our loyalty programs does take time and effort and focus. But actually, if people start telling each other, you know, particularly when you've innovated with something like that, I think it makes all of our lives an awful lot, lot easier. It does. That's right. <laughs> wow. So with all of this wonderful success and growth, what would you say maybe, uh, is there anything that you have learned along the way in terms of um, would never do that again or <laughs> would never, I don't know, join a company in a, you know, a, a pandemic affected business again? <laughs> I don't know. Right. What, what would you say you've learned in your, your loyalty uh, career so far? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think, one one thing that I've learned is, I think Albertsons is is really trying and and is innovating at a really rapid pace. Okay. Um, and as I mentioned, I think last summer we had this culmination of these three major launches. Yeah. But I think what I would you know I'm I've learned and what I am trying to embody moving forward is. An ability to not overload the customer, right? And to, to strategically yeah. think about when do we announce things? How do we announce these changes? Mm. Um, so that we 
we are able to kind of, you know, make sure that the customer isn't overwhelmed when we go to them with a new program, a new app and a new subscription service and, you know, <laughs> whatever other changes we may have. So really thinking about from a customer perspective, yeah. um, how they digest this information, how they use it, um, how the information is received and kind of when we tell them certain things, mm, um, mm. because I think all those are very important to, of course, ensure the success and usage of, you know, yeah. the, the different uh, programs and initiatives that we're bringing to life. So okay. I think, you know, there's a lot on the horizon that we're, we're wanting to test and wanting to, to introduce to customers, but yeah. I think doing it, making sure that we're doing it in a thoughtful and spaced mm. out approach is, is probably my biggest takeaway. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. And I guess the other piece, um, I don't really have any more questions, I guess, but you did share me uh, with me a wonderful article um, where yeah. your CEO is literally talking about loyalty being key to the next phase of your business transformation for Albertsons. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Vivek recently, our CEO, uh, mentioned that during our last earnings call. And it's really great to see uh, and hear that we have, you know, um, senior leadership talking about loyalty on our earnings calls and that we have support yeah. from our leadership teams yeah. um, and, and that our entire organization really is both passionate and understands the, the value of the loyalty program, the yeah. power that it brings and how, yeah. how it differentiates us from you know, our competitors. And so yeah. um, really excited uh, to read that article and, and to share it. And, and then also now to think about you know, how do we bring the rest of our ideas to life and, and introduce more customer innovations in this space. For sure. Well, what I will do is make sure, of course, to link to yourself, Matthew, and that article with Vivek in our show notes. Um, or you. anybody can reach out to me, of course, anytime to, to make sure we have a copy of that. And the only other thing I would say is I would love to touch base again next year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> please God and keep the conversation yeah. going because I love the innovation. I love the customer focus and and I think in some ways you're quite lucky that within grocery um, loyalty, certainly obviously for, for Albertsons, is clearly respected. Um, mm -hmm. And that's not something that every other industry can can do because it can yes. be much harder to prove the return on investment. So so mm -hmm. for a brand to invest in it as heavily as you guys are doing and, uh, and for customers to feel that, because I genuinely believe they do feel it, I just mm -hmm. think it's a wonderful experience for, for all of the stakeholders. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I completely agree. You know, I think, as you mentioned, some industries you can see um, and experience, and I'm sure you've talked to many people who, yeah. um, you know, it's it's much more difficult and perhaps maybe operating sometimes in like a silo, right? And you have to convince yeah. people and, and get buy-in. But um, I think we're very fortunate that, that um, you know, Albertsons understands and sees the value and the return that it um, brings. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Well, listen, on that note, I'm going to say Matthew Stevens, Director of Loyalty Programs and Strategy at Albertsons Companies. Thank you so much from Let's Talk Loyalty. Thank you, Paula. This show is sponsored by The Wise Marketeer, the world's most popular source of loyalty marketing news, insights and research. The Wise Marketeer also offers loyalty marketing training through its Loyalty Academy, which has already certified over 245 executives in 27 countries as certified loyalty marketing professionals. For more information, check out thewisemarketeer.com and loyaltyacademy.org.
you so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty. If you'd like us to send you the latest shows each week, simply sign up for the Let's Talk Loyalty newsletter on letstalkloyalty.com and we'll send our best episodes straight to your inbox. And don't forget that you can follow Let's Talk Loyalty on any of your favorite podcast platforms. And of course, we'd love for you to share your feedback and reviews. Thanks again for supporting the show.